0: Hello, and welcome to Lazar's Library. I am Lazar, your host, and today we are reading a Babysitter's Club novel. I hope you enjoy. And the podcast is starting now. Okay. The Babysitter's Club novel is called Dawn on the Coast. The author would like to thank Jan Kerr for help in writing this book. Chapter 1 A trip to the West Coast. It was the highlight of my spring for that's for sure. When I got to California I had an absolute fantastic time. So how come I ended up feeling so confused <clears throat> believe me there's a lot to tell and I might as well start at the beginning first off you're probably wondering who shunned sunshine is. well that's me of course nobody around here calls me sunshine you're in Connecticut they call me by my regular name, Don Schaefer but not my dad he started calling me sunshine when I was little and unfortunately it stuck Maybe he gave me the name because of my long blonde hair. My my hair is so light, it's almost the color of corn silk, and it reaches all the way past my waist. Or maybe Dad gave me the name because I love the sun so much. I really do. I love warm weather and the beach. I guess I'm just a California girl at heart. After all, that's where I came from. And that Sunday, I was getting to go back for a visit. I got the postcard from Dad when I came home from school that Thursday afternoon. I still had so much to do, so much to get ready. I dragged my suitcase out of the closet, threw it on the bed, and started to lay out my clothes. I decided to bring my white cotton skirt. I could wear that with anything. And, of course, my bathing suit, a bikini, and my jeans and sneakers. I wasn't sure about my yellow cotton overalls. And would I really need three sundresses? dresses? Maybe you're wondering why my dad lives in California and I live in Connecticut. Well, sometimes I wonder, too. Believe me, it's not the way I would have arranged it. But even so, things are working out okay. You see... About a year and a half ago, Mom and Dad got divorced. Dad stayed in our house in California and Mom moved me and my brother, Jeff, here to Stony Brook, Connecticut. I think Mom wanted to come here because my grandparents live here and it's the town where she grew up. To tell the truth, at first I wasn't the happiest. But then I adjusted. I found myself a best friend, Marianne Spears. And I got invited to join my babysitter's club, which is just about the most fun club in the whole wide world. My brother Jeff, though, didn't adjust so easily. In fact, he didn't adjust at all. He started getting kind of nasty with me and Mom, and he never started to get in fights. He even started to get in fights at school. It was pretty bad. His teacher kept calling me. Uh, mom and I don't think mom knew what to do finally we decided to let Jeff go back to California for a while he really just wanted to be back with his friends and live with dad I don't think mom was thrilled with the idea but she must have figured she had to let Jeff try it for six months me I didn't like the idea at all it was bad enough that mom and dad had to get divorced Already, our family was split, but when Jeff left Mom and me too, I felt like Jeff was up to deserting us. And then another part of me thought, hey, why couldn't I be the one to get to move back to California? Now I'm kind of used to the idea. In my head, I understand all the reasons why things are the way they are but sometimes it does seem strange the way strange the way the family has divided up boys against the girls or west coast against against the east coast i love mom and she and i get to stay together but of course i love dad and jeff and i miss them sometimes and i know they miss us too but mom is the greatest She and I have gotten a lot closer through all of this, and we've made a whole new life for ourselves. We live in an old, old farmhouse that was built in 1795. And no kidding, the rooms are really small and the doorways are so short that tall people have to stoop to get through them. Mom says people used, used to be shorter in the 700s. The best thing about our house, though, is that it has a secret trap in our barn that leads to a long, dark tunnel. You need a flashlight to walk through. The tunnel leads up into our house and comes out right at the wall to the bedroom. The wall has a special latch that springs open to the couch too. Talk about exciting you should have seen the faces on my friends in the babysitter's club when i showed them maybe i should tell you a little bit about the club there are six of us in it now and we also have two associate members what is it just saying what it is is what it says a bit club for babysitter's club it was christy thomas's idea she's our president of the club that all the parents In the neighborhood, could use wherever they needed sitter. Marianne and I were in seventh heaven. We were hoping our parents might, and even get married to each other. That would have made Marianne and me sisters. Now, things have cooled off a little. But as Marianne says, you never know. There's Marianne view, our club secretary. And as I said, she's my best friend in Stony Brook. Marianne lives alone with her father because her mother died when she was a baby. Her father's been kind of strict with her, and a lot of people think Marianne's quiet. It's true. She can be shy sometimes. But wouldn't you know it? She was the first one of us to get a boyfriend. Speaking of boyfriends, when I first moved to Stony Brook and became friends with Mary we found out something really exciting. My mom and Mary dad used to go out together in high school. Then for a while, they even started going out together again. Imagine, my mom was going with my best friend's dad. Marianne and I were in seventh heaven. We were hopping our, hoping our parents tonight would even get married to each other. That would have made Marianne and me sisters. Now things have cooled off a little. But as Marianne says, you never know. So that's the part of the club. Christy, Claudia, Marianne, and I are all in eighth grade. So we are very experienced sisters. We used to have another eighth grade member, Stacy, but she moved back to New York City, which was really sad. So we had to get someone to fill Stacy's place in the club. That's where Mallory and Jessie come in. Mallory and Jessie are sixth grade members. They can't sit at nighttime, except for their own brothers and sisters. Both of them are really good. We know Mallory really well because we babysit for her family, the Pikes. The Pikes have eight kids, and since Mallory is the oldest, she used to help us out. Hi, Dawn! She... Just then, my mom came home. She usually didn't get home from work until 5.45 or so. That day, she was early. Hi, Dawn, she called up the stairs. I could hear her kick off her shoes in the living room, drop her purse on the couch, and her keys on the kitchen table. That's my mom, all right. I love her, but she is a little on the disorganized side. Mom padded up the stairs and plunked herself down the corner of my bedroom. That, that wasn't covered stuff. What's this? She said, picking up my list. When she saw what it was, she laughed. I guess you didn't learn from your old mother. It's true. Mom even bothered to make a list. She'd probably just lose it. How was work today? I asked her. Mom sighed and looked vaguely across the bed at my things. You're going to have such a good time, she said. I suddenly realized that when I went off to California, Mom was going to be left all alone in Stony Brook. Mom, are you going to be all right? I asked. I mean, all alone? She tucked her legs under her like she had so many times lately. When we found herself sitting in my room talking. Of course I am, sweetie. She said. What? Are you worried about me? Don't worry. I've got granny and pop pop while you're gone. And my trips already asked me and trips already asked me to go to dinner. The trip man I groaned. Trip is a man who was dating my mother. I call him the Trip Man. He's a real conservative type. Tortoise shells, glasses, you know what I mean. How could I leave Mom Ma- La- Mom, all alone with him? Mom, I said, I feel kind of funny going off to be with Dad and Jack, and you having to stay here. It's only for your spring vacation, she said. Besides, think of What an adventure I'm going to have without you. I'll probably misplace my keys and not find them the whole time you're away. And when I go out with the trip, you'll probably end up wearing one brown shoe and one red. I threw my arms around Mom and gave her a big quick kiss. Oh, Mom, I said, I'm so glad that you are... You and I are stuck together. What if you were here and I was there? What if the family was even more split up than it is now? I'll never leave you. Never. Mom didn't answer me. She just stared across my bed at the suitcase and all my clothes. Her eyes got a little misty. Right away she turned to me and said, You didn't start anything for dinner, what right, did you? Weekend- weekday dinners are usually my job. Not yet, I said. I was thinking maybe barely casserole. Let's go out, Mom said suddenly. What did you say? We'll go to Cabbages and Kings and have one of those wonderful tofu dinners. Or the avocado salad, I said. Ah, avocado. My mother closed her eyes at the thought, think of all those wonderful California avocados you're going to be gobbling down soon. Mom, let's go celebrate. Avocados, here we come. Puzzled, and glanced down the floor. Mom stood up and puzzled glanced down the floor. Where's my shoes? She said. Living room. I answered. Mom fumbled in her pockets for her keys. Your keys are on the kitchen table, I said, and your purse on the couch. Mom looked a little sleepless, Sheepish. Sheepish. What am I going to do without you? She laughed. You have to admit, we make a good team. We walked down the stairs, gathered up mom's things, and headed out the door. When I got home that night, I would have to finish packing my things. But for then, I left them strewn across my bed. It wasn't every night. That mom and I could decide to drop everything and go back to Cabbages and King for clothes. Warm mother daughter meal. And besides, on Sunday I'd be leaving Stony Brook for two whole weeks. Chapter 2 Friday. Dear Dad and Jeff. Only two more days. To see day. That's when I'm calling my trip to California now. And I can't, can't, can't wait to see you. This will have to be the short and sweet because I'm rushing off to a slumber party at Christie's house. All my babysitter's club friends will be there. And I can't wait, I can't be late. Since the whole thing is a goodbye party for... Truly, done What a party! I was the first one to got got to Christie's that night, and well, when I arrived, things were so little quiet and calm. Christy lives in a mansion. No kidding, you practically need a mansion to hold all her family. There's Christy and her mom and her three brothers, and there's well, and then there's Watson Brewer, Christy's stepdad. He and Christy's mom got married last summer, and he has two kids of his own. They come to stay every other weekend. That would be plenty, but there's also Boogie, the cat, and Shannon, the puppy. I knocked on the big wooden door, and Christy let me in. She was wearing her usual jean sneakers and a turtleneck. What did I tell you? She shut the door quickly behind me so that Shannon wouldn't escape. Shannon jumped on me and licked my arms. She's a really great puppy. She's still young, so her paws are too big for her body. Hi, Shannon, I said. I petted her soft head and scratched her behind the ears. The doorbell rang again. Move it, Shannon. It's probably Mary Ann. The madness has started. When Christy opened the door, it wasn't Marianne at all. It was Karen and Andrew, Christy's first stepsister and stepbrother. We're here, Karen shouted into the house. She dropped her overnight bag and was on the floor. Daddy, everybody, here we are. Christy's only six years old, but she's got lots of confidence and is never at the loss of words. Aaron looked at me and smiled. Hi, Don, he said. Are you babysitting us? Andrew's only four. Sometimes I have to add babysat for him, although of course Christy takes all the jobs in her own house if she can. Not this time, Andrew, but I think you are going to see lots of babysitters tonight. Hi, Karen. Hi, Andrew. Oh, hello, Don. Christie's mother bustled into the room and gave Andrew and Karen each a warm hug. Take your stuff off and stash it in your rooms, she said. It's going to be full of house tonight. Christie's expecting a few guests.